This week on the BAMFCAST, what we've just watched is one of the most insanely idiotic things we have ever seen. At no point in its rambling, incoherent story was there even close to anything that could be considered a rational plot. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having watched it. We award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. One Sean, we're in. All right, and welcome to the Bamcast. Hey, hey, Bamcast. Bamcast. Episode 114. Nintendo. Oh, hi, 114. Oh, hi. Mm-hmm. So I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm the Beach. I'm Chuck. And this is the happiest we're going to be this entire episode. <laughs> Yay! Until <laughs> the second half. Hooray podcast. What we, what we do each and every week is we have a bad movie just latch itself onto us, and then it grows Thanks. inside of us. And then we just, we have to come in here and talk about it, and we gotta give it a rating, and that rating is one to five jocks if it's a good bad movie, an enjoyable bad movie after Robot Jocks, or it gets one to five bags in a negative sense, as in douchebags after Twilight. So, Black Exploitation History Month over. Aww. Sadness. Yafit Koto History Month. Damn. Can we rewind time? If, if we could I turn, could turn, turn back, back time. time. God damn it. <laughs> Can this just be the black exploitation we'd, we'd movie We'd watch Koto every week. I would. Uh, but instead, we watch 1991's The Giver. The, the Giver. live action adaptation of... MacGyver. MacGyver. <laughs> no, the, the Japanese anime that has been suggested far, far too many times. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of people that... Hate us. ...suggested this, <laughs> <Yeah>. and... <laughs> Guys, you're lucky I don't remember who you are specifically because we've revoked privileges before. Sure, sure. And honestly, I think that person has never called or written back after Forbidden Zone. It's entirely possible. Like because we, we were so angry, like Yeah. You may like not want to remind us that you suggested this. Probably not a good idea because like it's been in the news. It's gonna a lot. get ugly. If if we were to start a Kickstarter right now, you basically have done that. Except that is a kick to the balls <laughs> starter. It's a kickballer, and plenty of people <laughs> have contributed to this. Um, mm. So there's something on IMDb called a plot. Oh, and, I'd love to hear this. And I'm going to read it because that's what we do. <laughs> and then we're going to talk about it. Good luck. Mm. A young man discovers a mechanical device that merges with his own body, turning him into a cyborg superhero. When strange creatures start appearing, trying to take the device back, he begins to uncover a secret plot to genetically engineer terrifying monsters. Uh, okay, sure. Sure. Whatever. Right. That's mostly what it's about. Yep. The rest of what it's about is 93 minutes. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, a little shorter than that because we didn't watch the credits. True. Okay, so, we'll, <laughs> so ninety-one minutes. We give it. We were so disgusted, we got up and left. Yeah, yeah we'll be honest. We usually kind of leave the credits on. Maybe we'll fast forward if they're like epic length credits, just to see if there's something at the end, anything mm-hmm. happening. No, nope. if Cotton Eye Joe is playing on the soundtrack. Sure. But sure. I nope. Cotton Eye Joe. Back to menu. There was none of that. No. 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 So we are uh, much like we did. I think last week we copped out and said we're not plot recapping. We're not even gonna try this just because mostly it doesn't deserve it that's first and foremost yeah yeah this fucking movie <laughs> it's i should we just i can sum up all of my thoughts in a, in a very concise thing that pretty much dawned on me the first time anybody turned into a rubber monster thing mm-hmm. and that's i can only imagine that there is a certain age group that grew up watching and and granted this is pr- prior to mighty Morphin power rangers 
by I think a couple of years from the very first generation. Yeah, at least yeah. in the U.S. So I think there's a certain age group that probably saw this, and this might be like their first taste of maybe a slightly harder version of that. I mean, this movie is only rated PG-13. Your primary difference, though, really, other than a couple of holy shits and shits dropped here and there, is this is a 90-minute long episode of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers without the semi-incoherent humans playing a big part of it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And the only difference is that it's dark and kind of rainy and wet for most of the movie. Other mm-hmm. than that, it's the same fucking thing. It's rubber monsters fighting each other. And the other thing that I will say that makes just about any episode of original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers better is, number one, it's 22 minutes long. And number two, at least when they were in the outfits, the karate outfits fighting, that was the Japanese show mm-hmm. with people who knew how to do karate and shit. And this is peop- the same three or four moves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is like mostly. I mean, I, who knows who the fuck was inside the, the things? I mean, but the whole time you're having terrible echoey dialogue being uttered by the American actors, which yeah. is no name McFucknuts is the main Giver <laughs> guy, and then unfortunately, like your main bad guys are, are Jimmy JJ Walker, um, <laughs> what's his face, who's the hills have eyes, whatever Michael Berryman, yeah, Berryman. Michael Berryman. You know, and they're just mumbling incoherent things because they've got so much flange and reverb and everything going on their voices that it's just. Yeah, it's, that's good. It's angering. <laughs> it's yeah. It's, watching this is just it's an infuriating process. Yeah, because it, it's everything that went wrong in pre CG sci-fi effects type movies. It's like a slightly older Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Like if they decided to make it terrible. Well, yeah, yeah, but I mean, like if they were sitting around, you know, doing the effects and just like, hey, you know, I've sketched these designs. You know, what if we did sort of the same thing, but without the license? Mm-hmm. But yeah. well, I was going to get into this as a whole different section. They shamelessly, because it's a New Line Cinemas thing, give a little shout out to ten- Teenage yeah. Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, they do. As one yeah. character says, "Oh, you're all b- busy hunting Ninja Turtles still." Yeah, yeah. There's that. Yeah. Well, it's it's frustrating odd... to me because there's people I really like in this movie. Yeah. Hey, I mean, it's you've got both David Gale and Jeffrey Combs from Reanimator are in it. Mm-hmm. Though Jeffrey Combs is in it for. It's an extended cameo, basically a minute and a half, maybe. Yeah, with which made terrible because they decided to make his character <laughs> Doctor East. Right. Yeah. Sure. Which you can look up in the trivia, but we all immediately like they said this, and we we're like, "Motherfucker!" Because <laughs> this was like the eighth thing they've done that was just insulting to anyone that knows anything about movies and movie history. Mm-hmm. It's like there's there's a way to cleverly homage something, and then there's just ha ha, yeah. This just reminded it, me. This reminded me of the, of the guys in high school who used to sit in the back and doodle in their books and think that they were going to make the the best fucking horror action movie thing you've ever seen, and they were just sit back and you know not pay attention in class and just be like, "Dude, I just signed this other creature. It's going to be fucking awesome." <laughs> yeah, you see Evil Dead Two again? Yeah, we could fucking put something about that in there, and yeah, it'll be awesome. Mm. And they're just, they didn't pay attention in class. They're fucking retards and they decided to make a movie. And this is, this is the product. This is what, this is the birth of their labors. Yeah. So, you know, the guys I'm talking about. Yeah. 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 They were in study hall, not doing anything, not jerking studying. off and, and yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, 
You had a rough time in high school, didn't you? (laughs) There are so many things I want to address. Okay. And they're all like in just random order. But first, the cover of the video has Mark Hamill wearing the Giver armor, half of his face, half Mark Hamill's face. Mm -hmm. He's not the Giver. No. No. It's this dude, Sean, played by Jack Armstrong, who is, I think, seventh or eighth down the cast credit list. Like I said, no name McFucknuts. Right. Yeah. Yeah. First, there's that. Yeah. Which is like, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. If you're going to put Mark Hamill in the thing, put Mark Hamill in the thing. But no, they have him watching, walking around with uh, his pants up to his, uh, you know, past his belly button. Oh. Got the child molester uh, mustache going on. Yeah. I think it was supposed to be a cop stash, but it wasn't wasn't nearly epic enough for well, a cop put, stash. They've put him in like a 90s bounty hunter outfit, but it's two sizes too big. Because yeah. Mark yeah. Hamill's a little dude. <laughs> and they yeah. don't do him any favors. The wardrobe doesn't fit, and they cast him with dudes who are all six feet tall. Mm-hmm. And... But that's not that's not the bulk of the problem with Mark Hamill in this movie. The bulk of the problem with Mark Hamill in this movie is that there's no reason for Mark Hamill to be in this movie. Nope. None. None whatsoever. Nope. He is just there to collect a paycheck and so they can put Mark Hamill over the title. And his character didn't even serve any purpose. That's, 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 that's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, that's what he's saying. Yeah. It's, not yeah. just, it's just not just the, you know, having It's not that they wasted Mark Hamill. It's that they wasted whoever that actor would have been. Yeah. Because that character is useless. Yeah. Useless other than looking like a child molester, for yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. And near the end, looking like Nicolas Cage in uh, Raising, Arizona. In Raising Arizona, briefly, mm-hmm. which I was like, that's weird. Yeah, and then he turned into a bug. Yeah. And then he and, died. Uh, <laughs> so while we're, while we're on the cast, let's just go ahead and get it out of the way. Well, number one, I already mentioned that uh, Jimmy Walker is in this, and oh my God. he's the front to all things humanity, uh, because... I didn't think there could be anything worse than Coolio in Dracula... 3000 actually but that was we, kind of, that was kind of charming in it's in i know its absurdity he's an atrocity but okay. yes a charming atrocity this is an atrocity an atrocious atrocity <laughs> yes it's an atrocity of atrocious <laughs> proportions can you please turn that, can you please turn that into a rhyme <laughs> no Come on. no get it okay no <laughs> No, well, see, his too angry to okay, rhyme so anything. He he tries to speak in in rhyme talk, but it's, <laughs> rhyme talk. It's not <laughs> rhyme speak. It's not even close to a rap. It, I mean, really, like his version of what you just said would be like, "He's an atrocity up here in my city," and that'd be yes. like, and then, then there'd be another Peace. line. Yeah, <laughs> and then he does the "Ella Cool J" word, word, you know, like yeah, cross your arms thing. Meanwhile, there's like sketches and stuff in yes. the soundtrack in the yes. background. Yes, mm-hmm. yes there are. Because the soundtrack is the most obvious soundtrack you've ever heard. Mm-hmm. It's there's very... even like monsters get bonked on the head and you get sad trombone. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. You get goofy kazoo music when uh, they're there, doing there, something. There goofy. was a cracking tree uh, timber noise. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was the point where, because like I said, we're jumping all over the fucking plot. We don't care. Nope. There's the point where Guyver is killed and basically. Uh, reconstitutes himself inside this alien monster and then rips out of him. But he has these little elbow blades. And as it's going across the thing's stomach, you get the from jaws as it slices across his belly. Clever. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I don't want to talk about this movie. I know. <laughs> yeah. There, but the first thing I, that's the first thing I've said in 10 minutes. I know. But there's one more cast member. I don't want to talk about this. There's one more cast member that might perk us all up as far as talking and venting our hatred. Is who? talking and venting about <laughs> That might be Viv- who? No, it's not who. who? It's Wu. <laughs> oh. It's Vivian Wu. Vivian oh. Wu. She uh, plays whatever. Mitsuki girlfriend. Kaplakowitz. Mitsuki. 
Mizki, Mizki Sagawa. Mizki. Whatever. She, she, M-I-Z-K-Y. Now, here, here's... here. Just to Please make your character's name harder to say. <laughs> sure. I was just going to point out that... Fuck this movie. Number one, we, we've already established the, the, the script is dumb. It. The script is dumb, but here's yeah. how dumb it is, because... She plays the daughter of the guy who I guess developed or perfected the Giver discovered. Device. I think he found it. I think he found, found it. Whatever. Uh, yeah. He had it. Because there's an opening crawl in the beginning that explains everything. Sure. Yeah. yeah and it makes no fucking sense. It's been around sure. for eons. Oh, yeah. Right. Eons. It's, <laughs> it's alien based, but like he discovered it or adapted it or, or whatever. He's got it. The bad guy. So it's his fault. The guys want the bad guys want it back. They have this rubber monster fight, sort of. <laughs> sure. In the L.A. River, of course, because yeah. all movies yeah, there. Because his he's a rubber monster. Sure. Mm-hmm. Also, everyone is. But what I'm getting at is, there's no reason for her to be related to him because dumbass McFucknuts just like <laughs> finds the Giver and then like stumbles into a, an alley fight and gets it attached to him, and but he knows her. Like there's no reason for her to be related to him because it doesn't bring it's it all close a to together. Convoluted series of events. It's just to get from point A to point yeah, B. Yeah, I'm just saying there's no there's no, in in the script there's no reason for them to be related because he just stumbles upon it right. and activates it accidentally and he basically falls on his face and it hits him in the forehead right. and suddenly and becomes Giver's one itself. With him. And just so you know, like if you're completely close, the Giver, like I said, it, it's him. it's like a suit, a living suit. It expands out it's of this thing, arm. covers his body yeah. and suddenly he can fight and has some blades and shit coming out of him and exhaust and exhaust <laughs> out of his face sure so just just so you know I'm, yeah yeah uh, it lets him say cool lines like no you stop doing that while while his arms were doing the yeah motion. oh yeah there's a lot of that there's a lot of anything moving at all is making that noise yeah things flying through the air walking downstairs but back to Vivian Wu. Oh, oh, okay. Uh. <laughs> uh, back to Vivian Wu. It's not even supposed to be straight up racist. She is a horrible, 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 horrible actress. Yeah. What I said about Walker, take that up like t- atrocity wiles. She is. It's not even just. She's a supernova of atrocity. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even just like English as a second language acting. She sounds like she has things wrong with her sounds like she had a stroke a stroke <laughs> some sort of and she had a speech impediment, impediment yeah. before that i honestly don't think she had learned english yet i think she was speaking the words phonetically i think she just yeah, because were, her inflection was wrong it, like, it was it really wrong okay. a lot just for an example you know who else did that arnold schwarzenegger and conan and we all know the line the lamentations of the women <laughs> yeah. he got that someone was like hey say this words okay i can say those words uh, yeah <laughs> I mean, he didn't say he said 20 lines in the whole movie. Yeah, but, but you're comparing Arnold to this lady. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, if people who never spoke a lick of English and they put him in a movie. Yeah, but Arnold's a god. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. This lady's uh, just uh, dumb. Uh, I'm just saying, you can coach anybody to say anything in any language. Uh, well, maybe. Yeah. I mean, but Arnold. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, come well, on. Let's not compare these two. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, That's crazy. It's crazy. It's not fair, <laughs> but it's still... But why cast Not her? Not an excuse. It, there, I, there's no reason to cast her. Yeah. They, uh, there, there are she, a thousand other Asian American people no. who live here and speak English no, no. natively. No, no, no. You have no idea how hard it is to find one. No. Oh, yeah. In LA, it's <laughs> fucking impossible to find Asian American Maybe people. Maybe that day. Yeah. <laughs> that day, she was the only one who came in. She was just walking by. Yes, walking and they're like, dog. get her. Yeah. She's what about her? Like, related oh, no, to English. someone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, 
She's from anyway, the, the famous Woos. The point is that she's terrible. Yeah, and, she's awful. And every time she sees Sean, the main guy <laughs> in the the ar- the Giver armor, Sean, 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 she confirms it to him like nine hundred times it's to the point where we were getting mad that she wasn't doing it. Sean? <laughs> is this an Sean? Asian thing? Because if you remember Dragon Wars, my one main complaint about that movie that I fucking loved was her. <laughs> saying his name every time she saw him. I don't know. And it's the same exact thing with her. I don't I don't think it's sometimes I mean I you know, I don't know. Maybe in tra- maybe things are lost in translation, but I'm just thinking about like now that you mentioned that like the thing I've always joked about Akira, the one thing I remember is Tetsuo like a thousand times in that fucking yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. Good <laughs> yeah. I, I, I Yeah, they know. scream their names a lot in that fucking movie. So I know. I, I don't know. Don't know. But anyway <sighs> it's in this situation she is just a complete fish out of water and no reason to be in this movie as that actress. No. I mean, she's not overly attractive. No, she's that's not, the thing. No. She's not even hot. I mean, yeah. it's like no. if you cast some really hot person who couldn't speak English, I could forgive that because at least it's yeah. something to look at. I mean, she's not hideous, but it's not like, oh, my God. No, it's yeah. just like it's it's a <laughs> it's a lady. female. Yeah. I mean, that's it. That's, like, their only requirement was apparently Asian female. Yeah. Get her. Sure. So. And by know. the way, her IMDb pictures make her look much better That's what I was than saying. she ever looks yeah. in this movie. Yeah. yeah. She was in The Last Emperor. Uh-huh. Okay. And Won some Oscars. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably why she got... Sure. Why not? Work. She was in Teenage yeah. Mutant Ninja Turtles But they didn't three. realize that she didn't speak a lick of fucking English. Right. Because <laughs> that whole movie was in China. Yeah. <laughs> it was. Yeah. I saw it. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Did you it see it long. in China? I wish, yeah, I wish I'd seen you it. You said tonight. the whole thing's in China. It is, yeah. yeah. So you had to Sweet. go there to see it. They fly over. It was a junket. You know, <laughs> I bet that's expensive. <laughs> you don't know. There was, <laughs> you know, sometimes we're watching these movies. I think to myself of stupid tangents and topics that we can go off on while mm-hmm. we're talking about the movie. I don't even want to go off on any of them that I thought of. No, I think I've I've hit every like, point. The I think monster, possible. like. Yeah. They the movie ends in a lab staffed by monsters. Sure, and they had a dress code. How do you fuck that up? With, <laughs> yeah, with, that, that has to be awesome. You're required to be awesome if it ends in a lab full of monsters. <laughs> right. Yeah, monsters in lab coats. Yeah, and ties. It, what's the hiring process? <laughs> yeah, yeah I, that? I, I don't they, understand. The monsters wear varying degrees of their existing clothing, even though they bust out of almost all of it. Like right. who reports to who? Like, do they have to file paperwork? I mean, the one guy he had to sign the paperwork. Oh yeah. Well, Monsters he was, with paperwork. Well, yeah. he was still a scientist. We don't know if he was turned. No, I'm pretty sure they were all. Oh, turned. okay. They're already sure they were all why monsters. Not? But and why? Why were they working as humans? Why couldn't they just be monsters? I know. Like if walking you're in the monster lab, why not just they were in the inner sanctum or whatever. Why do they when they yeah. turn into monsters? They always tear all their clothes off. Well, maybe it's well, just easier so you don't tear all your clothes off. I mean, this was 1991. They'd invented spandex. I yeah. mean, they could wear know. yeah suits guess, of some kind. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but don't know. space age polymers. Like, I just, I have no, I have no enthusiasm for even going down that path. No, no. you did have a good, one good point that, oh, yeah. um, about the. Uh, I did. What the? <laughs> I heard it. I heard you talking heard in the it. back row <laughs> about Jimmy Walker's des- the design of the Jimmy Walker monster looked like an evil Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, he's no, he's Jar Jar crossed with a gremlin. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I, I don't think exactly I don't, yeah, what I don't he think is. you said that before. So. But infused with horrible racism. <laughs> well, well yeah, just like Jar Jar. Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, sure. Yeah, but. 
the Phys- physical racism. Oh yeah, because physical he, characteristics of giant. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Jar Jar. I mean, that's yeah, but yeah. not to this extent. Uh, well, okay. Well, he's like he's like a cross between Jar Jar and the and the goofy civil rights, the goofy gremlin years. with the eyes that go cross eyed yeah. in Gremlins too. Yeah. Like that is exactly what he is. But he doesn't stop the rhymes when he's in. Uh, monster dog outfit no i don't know that's the monster dog well he he barked at one point in time when he turned like when he first started when he was like fuck this i'm gonna like chase him bark or did he go i thought he was like yeah he was like barking i don't know i don't know you know he was like dmx the monster i i did sort of like the monsters like when they weren't doing retarded stuff Okay. That's the only thing no. that that's the only thing I that I that I pulled up. Like I, I I agree with you. I kind of like the monster mask. But, but they fucked. But they fucked it all yeah. up because they well, were. Well, yeah. They were based on animals, sort of. Yeah, they were each one. I mean, not and there all was, of them. There were no, no two were alike either. There right. was a fish and a bug and a spider, elephant guy and an elephant. I didn't like elephant guy. No, because that was. Yeah, and I didn't like the the girls. <laughs> and he had elephant the girl sounds. Into. The furry thing. Oh yeah. Yeah, the furry thing with boobs. Yeah, she did have boobs. She yeah, had the, the worst. Boobs. <laughs> Yeah. That was, terrible. That was you know, really there's some terrible, people at cons but... that are just oh, ah, ah. Uh, no, <laughs> no, not for this movie. No, not that. no. There's a hundred thousand no. hey, other things rule, they're jacking it is, off on. Or something. No, no. Yeah, I'm no. drawing the line. Like, no. I'm not saying me. I'm, I'm saying giving, there I know, are people. I, I'm, I'm saying, giving the universe more credit than you're giving it right now. I'm telling you. Nope. I if no. When we go to Dragon Con, if I see someone doing Guyver cosplay, I will give them a five dollar bill. That is my promise to you. If I'm there, I will punch them. Then I'll punch them in their monster face. All right. them in their monster nuts. <laughs> hey, you're there the guy for Smash. <laughs> if they wasted that much time getting dressed up as something from this fucking movie, no. Maybe they bought they the costume on eBay. They do not anything but disdain <laughs> maybe and there was, hatred. Maybe there was a memorabilia auction and they bought no. the actual guy the anime? Suit? Could they be dressed like... Yeah. I don't know if it looks the same. I don't, I've seen it, but to, to, to be fair, I have seen it. It's yeah. been a long-ass fucking time. I don't remember it being anything super stellar. Like, it was okay. Meh. But not like when I went, oh, yeah, I'm going to watch sure that sure this was probably close. Otherwise, they wouldn't have done it. But the the anime was animated, <laughs> so I mean, yeah. so it had to be uh-huh. it had to be better because they weren't constrained right. by shitty rubber suits, right? Because we've learned that animated things are better than not. Sure, sure. <laughs> we've learned that on this very show. Actually, I would put money that the animated thing is better than this. I'm just saying. I'm gonna fucking. There is the Giver cosplay because there's a picture of somebody standing in front of some bamboo with <laughs> with their Giver costume on. <laughs> Well, here's the here's the thing. If the guy suit actually looked pretty fucking cool, some new line cinema couldn't make it look cool. How the fuck are you going to make it look cool? It didn't look cool. Frank cosplay. (laughs) How are you going to do that? Frank cosplay. Hi, I'm Frank Frank cosplay. cosplay. I'm here for all your. How is he going to make that look better? He's not. Put boobs Frank on it? Frank Cosplay does not have the <laughs> resources. Put a chick in the suit and cut out holes where the boobs okay, should be? Okay, maybe that would be better. There you go. <laughs> Still. Well, I mean, like, Ned Cosplay. It's pretty similar. It's pretty close. That's pretty similar. See, Actually, the, that does look pretty The head cool. boner thing he's got is bigger. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that he can extend for no See, reason. See, that looks cooler than the movie to me. Oh, yeah. Let's well, watch yeah, that. But I think cooler. it's based on the anime. Uh, it yeah. is pretty heavily based on the anime, yes. Sure, yeah. But, I mean, I'm pretty sure that the anime is... I'm pretty sure better. this is shit. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure that's... Yeah. Okay, and we've already talked more yeah, than we said we were Yeah, let's rate this to. thing. This, come on. We've more <laughs> ranted and just uh, yeah. cursed. Just look. Stop recommending these things. Recommend good things. <laughs> Recommend good, bad good, things. Good, bad things. Not bad, bad things. Boo. 
<laughs> I know you love to hear us suffer and sigh and God damn me it. get all fired up and angry and pissed off, but no. No. All right, everybody. <laughs> I like protract- happiness. Protracted sigh on three. One, two, three. <sighs> Sorry, my sigh is always going to a groan. It's just, it's, well, that's all right. It's an- and I guess at this point I should mention, Silent Jen watched the movie with us and left immediately. Yeah. She didn't even want to hear us talk about it. She or was anything. angry at us. She was angry, Jen. Yeah, it's because you missed all of Blaxploitation History Month, and yeah. that yes. comes in for this. Right. Oh, I don't watch that. <laughs> now, now, well, now, I'm not trying to lay blame or anything like that, but we, we left the option open to call an audible right before the movie started. We did. We had no idea what we were Of course not. No, we no. didn't know. Uh, and, and to be fair, I saw this some years ago, like when it was first out on video. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking I must have fallen asleep. Like, there's no she way. She fell asleep. She, slept, she yeah. fell asleep for a good half hour. There's yeah. no way... I, I don't remember this being good. I, I will say that. I remember like this being a suggestion to me, like, what the fuck? But I, I know there's no way I watched this entire movie ever in the past. Uh-huh. I must have, like, it was either on HBO, Cinemax, something, and I turned it off, or I fell asleep or something. But I know oh. I tried to watch this at some point in time after the anime. Hmm. Yeah. So anyway, let's, let's, let's just rate this fucker and okay. move on. Yeah. Review and subscribe and mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll, I'll, <laughs> wait. No, one part. Right, no. Not yet. Not yet. I just want to go. No, I'll, I'll be done. I'll be honest. I... I I was slightly hesitating to give it a, fi- a five jo- or bags. <laughs> Whoa! Sorry. Whoa! Sorry. You better be, you better be more than slightly hesitating. Slip of the tongue, slip of the tongue. I was hesitating to give it five bags. I was sitting at a four. I think the more I'm thinking about it, this is definitely a five bagger. Just, I mean, this is the kind of level of pain of... I w- I think for the same reasons that I'm hesitant to give things five jocks because they don't measure up to X... I'm hesitant to give this. I mean, had things get five bags because this is this isn't quite as painful as Theodore Rex. No, it's not. It's not quite as painful as like happening. It's not quite as painful it as Forbidden Zone. Differently painful, but it's yeah. close. I will say at least the, I think the thing that was keeping me maybe at a four is for half the movie we were laughing at it, and then it's just like we just were like. We hand, all ran out hands, of steam. Hands thrown up, like fuck well, it. I can't. Yeah. Like seriously, now I'm just picking on. Yeah, uh, it reminded the me. It reminded <laughs> me a lot of Super Inframan in that it's the same moves and it just it wears you down. Yeah. Like like the first half, you're like, okay, this is kind of stupid. Uh, we could have fun with this and can you get some jokes. And then by the second half, you're just like, okay, stop fighting. Oh God, something else showed up and he's gonna fight that, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, and just like but the that- movie ended. At one point, too. Yeah. I mean, the hour mark, it ended, and Evil won, and it mm-hmm. faded to black, and we were like, yay, movie over. Yeah. <laughs> and then it kept going, and we were just like, Ugh. Just like Super <laughs> Inframan, I think the biggest fault of this is you, you've apparently got Monster Laboratory. Hundreds of dudes probably work there, right? Mm-hmm. Monster but they Laboratory. won't fucking kill anything. No. Everything comes yep. back until the last fight. Right. They shoot Jimmy Walker. They throw people into electrical things. They get shocked, burned, whatever. Yep. And they're just like, I'm better. Back at the fight. Nothing happened. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, this movie, it, it's lacking in so, death. Anyway, all that being said, it is a five-bagger. Okay. Yeah, I'm like you. I was at four, but... Yeah. I, I get more and more angry the more I think yeah, about I this. Can't, I can't compare. <laughs> and that's a bad sign. Like, like I said, if, like this is some sort of compliment. Like This is a better five bag than Theodore Rex, but that's not saying a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like... Yeah. That's like, do you want to be stabbed like, in, the, yeah, here, in the chest or in the head? Do you want this right. disease or this disease? Right, They're yeah. both terminal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sorry. That's fair. So, yeah. What you got, guys? Chuck, you go ahead, because okay. I'm, I'm still... Uh, All right. I... I <laughs> 
watching it, I was like, okay, this is clearly a five bag. And then I started thinking about it, and I was like, you know what? I like, I you know, the, the, the sets are okay, and the monsters are okay. And you couldn't see the sets. Well, I, I just no, look, you couldn't. Just looking at them compared to stuff I see now in movies where, like, a lab is a desk with two Dell computers on it and some green ambient lighting. There wasn't any lighting in exactly, this movie. Exactly, my point. I, I'm just saying on a technical level, not storytelling, not sense or anything like that. I'm just saying on a technical level, parts of it were okay. There was some talent involved in the in the design and the sure. things. So I was tempted to give it a four. But then I thought, you know what? They never fucking killed Jimmy J.J. Walker, and he needed to die, and he didn't. And, and he then gets he, the he, final he gave his goddamn signature line, line at the, the end of the, the last word of dialogue in this movie is him saying dynamite. Bam, credits. Fuck that. Five bags. Thank you, Chuck. You covered that point that I was going to cover. And okay. Just, there you go. I started foaming at the mouth and forgot <laughs> well, about I just, it. I just did all over myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do appreciate you bringing up the, the, the dynamite thing so I didn't have to fly into a screaming rage about yeah. it. And, and apparently if we had watched the credits, there would have been one more thing that would have set us off. In the, in the crazy what? credit section of oh, on IMDb. Yeah. Talk uh, more about this shit. <laughs> just, just one more thing to piss you off of like, hey, let's reference things that are cool. Get your own Giver unit at S-Mart. Shop smart. Shop S-Mart. Mm. Fuck those guys. So, so there you go. <laughs> so, I already said that I liked the, you know, I liked most of the monsters I liked. I thought they were kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't like anything else about this movie. <laughs> The soundtrack was whack. <laughs> soundtrack Don't start is rhyming. Whack. Do not start rhyming. No, no. I will I this you. review turns into a rhyme, I'm kicking you in the <laughs> junk. <laughs> the acting was whack. Vivian Wu was jump, whack. Jump. Mm-hmm. The Vivian will make you jump. Just stop jump. It. Mark Hamill thought he was actually in a movie, which is sad. That is sad. Because it seems like he kind of tried. Mm. He was acting kind circles of. around everyone else. We, it wasn't fucking Which difficult. For Mark Hamill, <laughs> that's hard. saying something. That's like going to the you know the the DMV while the students are taking their driving tests and like drive around going, "Woo, look what yeah. I can do!" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the good thing about that is, I, I I like to think that it forced him into voice acting. <laughs> sure, which yeah. is where his yeah. true passion was Get and where his true talent was. Sure, uh, that's go. a good point. Batman Animated was the year after. He's like, fuck this shit. Yeah, so <laughs> I am finding... He just lost his goddamn mind. That yeah. day. I'm finding the diamond yeah, okay. somewhere in here. It's sure, that it, you keep This digging. sort of thing yeah. forced him into yeah. voice acting. It's a blood diamond. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Blood diamond. Uh, blood, blood diamond. Blood diamond. Yes. So, BJ. Blood diamond Phillips. Um, <laughs> are, are you... <laughs> All right, so I, four or five. Let's hear. It. <laughs> you, so I know I'm, you're not going any higher than that. No, no. Uh, I'm. Hmm? Huh? I wanted to give the people a pregnant pause because they like that. Um, <laughs> the people, yes, <laughs> the people. No, I, the same people that recommended this piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, no, them. no. This is for <laughs> all the others. If you recommended this movie, you don't don't enjoy that pregnant pause. Uh, There's two edits. You download the you. right one. Yeah. yeah. Um. I want to say more things about this movie, but I don't want to talk about it, and that's my conflict. Um, so I'll, I'll just stick it with five bags where it deserves, 
and <laughs> and fuck everybody <laughs> and everything. Yes. I I don't even want to live on this planet. Look anymore. at what you people have done. <laughs> You've hurt me. You you hurt me. <laughs> You've crushed my spirit. I, I want to give this movie one tiny piece of no. credit. Just one. No. Just real quick. No. The fact no. that please. <laughs> this is worth it. The fact that they gave a tiny bit of attention to detail when the dude brought the bad guy the toaster and that it comes back up later in the movie that the bad guy is so insane that he attempted to use this filthy ash ass the toaster, river to- toaster? Yeah, the garbage pile toaster that's been brought to him by mistake instead of the Giver device and is actually using it to attempt to make toast yeah, and, and then is pissed off it that it burns the toast it's so fucking stupid there's no reason for it but it's a okay. tiny little attention piece of attention to detail you, you know what that falls under that was that thing we couldn't come up with for a topic of funny things in an otherwise shit shit yeah. shit movie. Yeah, I mean that was that was a legitimately like okay, this was thought out in a stupid way. Like, what are we gonna do with this toaster? I don't know. The guy's crazy. I bet he'd make toast with it. Yeah, the prop master got his <laughs> toaster. Let's do it. Yeah, and he's so angry it burned his toast. Oh yeah, yeah. he was Superman. So anyway, yeah, fuck, was... fuck this movie. Yep. Right. God, how do we end up talking for half an hour? That's what we do. Oh, well, <laughs> he brought me a toaster. I might as well use it. <laughs> all right, fracking toaster. He was crazy. That's so great. Let's take a break and get to all sorts oh, no, of that voicemails. That seems like the practical kind of thing I would do. What? Sure. Use a toaster. Like my stupid minion forgot, <laughs> like, accidentally brought me a toaster instead of the my ultimate power device. I'm like, oh, fuck, I got, I got a toaster now. <laughs> when, when life hands you a toaster, you make toast. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You try. Caramelize all right. some all bread. All right. Second half coming yep. up. We'll be back all right. if we don't commit suicide. Ooh, stay tuned. This is the second half of the Bamfcast. Sweet, the, the Catharsis Cast. I feel rejuvenated. Oh, I feel good. I'm still angry. <laughs> I feel like I had surgery with lasers. Let's uh, let's awesome. talk about some <laughs> voicemails and emails. Hi, Hello, like, VJ on the break. Cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Laser hair removal. <laughs> well, sort of. Yep. Oh. <laughs> Laser reconstruction. Tightened yes. up his smile a little bit. That's oh. right. Tightened up the graphics. God. All right. Uh, let's take a voicemail. Jokes. Or, uh, yes. Voicemail first. Yes. And you know what it is? It's recommendations. So we know we want to hear those. So let's do that. Mm-hmm. It's a recommendation. But he sells it like we told him to. Good. Hey, Bamcast. It's Troy from Connecticut. I remember me from the Edison Force suggestion and drive with Brittany Murphy and Mark Damascus. But also wanted to suggest uh, Showdown, starring Billy Blanks from 1993. Uh, it's a martial arts vehicle, pretty much a ripoff of The Karate Kid, but it has one of the most over-the-top beatings of students you've ever seen, considering there are no actual teenagers in this movie. Uh, everybody's either a martial arts or a stuntman, and it's got Christine Taylor and Greg Kilpatrick, so two other stars who do random movies every now and again. And, um, yeah, Billy Blanks, by the end of this movie, ends up oiled up and fighting another sensei. And the student he's teaching is fighting another student who's also oiled up for some reason. And there's, like, three montages and just ridiculousness in every scene. I remember watching it when I was a kid and just thinking, even then, this was a ridiculous movie. So I figured you guys would like that. 
All right. Troy, out. All right. Well, thanks, Troy. Thanks. Um, yeah, he also actually sent an email right after that. like Oh, just making sure? Like selling it even oh, further. Okay. Oh, yeah? He's like, I had to cut myself short. Okay, well. But all right, well. I, I, won't, I won't read all of it, but he did say that he enjoyed Blaxploitation Month mm-hmm. because it reminded him that he used to watch all sorts of Blaxploitation movies with his grandparents. Oh, awesome. So apparently he had the coolest grandparents ever. Yeah, uh, I yes. would say. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. He definitely is way up on this Billy Blanks movie, which okay. the way he sells it sounds... That's what we want. If you can sell awesome. it... And make us say, okay, yeah. And all we're asking is, we want awesome movies. Yeah. yeah. That's all we're asking for. Yeah, because I will mention, we uh, we actually had another one that was sent in by uh, Derek, who, I guess he was just kind of browsing <laughs> IMDb, and sure. he saw a terrible thumbnail, mm-hmm. and basically said, hey, here's the challenge. <laughs> I found this thumbnail image, and he... Are we really going to mention that? I don't I'm, want to I'm just going to say title. it because, yeah, I'm not going to mention the title, oh, but he said don't. his description was basically he was afraid to click on the image for fear of ending up on an FBI watch list or have Chris Hansen from Dateline pop out of his computer. Sure. Yeah. If okay. you haven't seen it, don't recommend it. All right. I mean, yeah, yeah. I that's, understand. That's, that's but number one, but yeah. if you haven't seen a movie, don't recommend it. And, and, and if the thumbnail under- turns you off, because I'll, I'll be honest, I followed it up because I'm diligent. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> but yeah, I was like, no. No, 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 no. All right. No. 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 Yeah, because we're going to, I mean, we want good, bad. Yeah. We want awesome, bad. Yeah. We don't. (sighs) We don't cotton to like the weird, just like, let's do like indie movies that are like, what if we did this? And then they do it. And it ends up as a terrible thumbnail. Yeah, don't do that. And nine times out of 10, like poster is like, they spent half the budget on making a poster. Right. So mm-hmm. I've just I've seen far too many movies where it's this grainy ass mono recorded bullshit. Yeah, just book by the cover, people. Yeah, <laughs> right. So, anyway, also we would don't want to end up in a forbidden zone, <laughs> nice. please, or on Dateline, <laughs> or on Dateline. <laughs> that would be worse. Or accidentally watching a Serbian film too. Right. Ooh, that would be the worst. Yeah, let's not do any of those. Uh, so let's break this up with some emails. No, right. I mean yes. Uh, no meaning yes. Yes. Speaking no. of an enjoyment for Black Exploitation History Month, yeah, uh, we had Blair, who was actually the kind of the person who mm-hmm. initiated it he with one of his emails, Slaughter. and uh, he wrote and said, "Hey guys, uh, he's talking about Slaughter's Big Ripoff." Oh, he said, "I'm Blair, writing in for a second time. I promise I'll be shorter than I was the first time." Mm. Quite honored and flattered that not only is there Black Exploitation Month, but that everyone gave Slaughter five jocks. I'm glad you guys got as much enjoyment from it as I did. I didn't write in for episode 111 as I wanted to track down Slaughter's Big Ripoff, a movie I hadn't seen either. I finally was able to watch it, and while it isn't as awesome as the original, it's still pretty great and filled with many laughs. It's also more of a black exploitation film than the first one, as you guys are going to see when you watch the sequel eventually. And uh, he goes he goes into some highlights, which I won't cover, because yeah. I want us to be surprised. That's good. And I actually skipped over them. <laughs> good. And didn't read them, but I said, uh, about the only bad thing I can say is that when MGM released the movie on DVD, they were cheap and didn't pay the cash to have James Brown's soundtrack appear on it. Yeah. So it was replaced with generic funk, and that's kind of unfortunate. Mm. Still, I imagine you guys would enjoy this film, which has such a dialogue as, I'm going to kick your eyes out of your ass. <laughs> uh-huh. Blare out. Wow. Sure. That's a powerful statement. <laughs> I could see Jim Brown telling somebody that. Nice and calm and he, collected. I'm going to kick your eyes out of your ass. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> He has a thing about people's asses and things sure. either going in or coming out. Well, yeah, we found that was a pretty common thing. Cause, uh, um, I'm going to kick your ass. I, her, I like ass. to say that a lot, too. Yeah. Right. 
Next. Wow. Uh, another thing. another email. Mm-hmm. Okay. Man, we got so many to catch up on. It's kind of crazy. Go. But uh, Moonpeer. Hey. As you say, curiosity. Yeah, our good friend, the street urchin. My says, urchin Hey, guys, Lord. quick fire. Uh, <laughs> basically, he says, um, back in the beginning, we didn't necessarily give ratings in the for everything before, no before we had kind of settled on our scale. Mm-hmm. He said it's been hinted at, but never definitively cleared up. He just wants the answer to what our ratings were for a whole big list. And I actually have all of them because they are all in the handy dandy Bamfcast spreadsheet that none of you will ever see. Because we're all diligent. Yeah, because the one guy asked to see the spreadsheet of all the music and they never emailed me. So, jerk. You guys don't get to see this one either. <laughs> so, there. Yeah. Yeah, like, like we said before, the, we can't put the spreadsheet on the site because it's a search results. So, but. Yeah. This is going to be super rapid fire for all of them. Uh, first number's BJ, second number's me, third number's Harlow. Chuck doesn't get a number because we didn't know who the hell he was back then. And also right. fuck Chuck. I mean, so I want to step outside for a sec. So BJ Mackey Harlow, here we go. Wicker Man, two bags, three bags, two bags. Ricky O, four jocks all the way around. 10,000 BC, one jocks all the way around. Fantastic Four, the Roger Corman one. One jocks, one jocks, two jocks. Southland Tales, four bags, five bags, one bag. Mm. Robot jocks, five jocks, of course. I mean, come on. Stealth. Two jocks all the way around. Hudson Hawk. Three jocks. One jocks. Four jocks. The Spirit. Three bags all the way around. Hmm. Navy Seals. Four jocks all the way around. And lastly, Cyborg got three bags, two bags. Or, sorry, three jocks, two jocks, three jocks. And I will say that Ricky O and Navy Seals, that was back before we would give anything five jocks because... We were like, no, it's not robot jocks, so we can't get five jocks. <laughs> no. Yeah, probably Ricky O closer I mean, than about Navy Ri- Seals. Yeah. yeah. Ricky O is probably a five jocks <laughs> if we were to re-rate it. But sure. these were the ratings that we gave like very like as soon as we decided on a scale. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I remember the night we sat there, we were like, okay, what are all these rated? Yeah, once we were and like, we hey, down. hey. After we saw Twilight, we were you like, know what? well, we- this is the worst we've seen. <laughs> robot jocks is the best we've seen. Let's come up with a scale. Yeah. So Because we knew this day would come eventually. So we were prepared. So there you go, Moonpeer. Enjoy. <laughs> yes, enjoy. In good health. Yes, in good health. It'll all eventually go up on our wiki. All right. Uh, there's Kevin, who we read a few weeks ago, hey, who's Kevin. the one who we thought didn't like Fast Five. Boo. And his, his email is titled, The Great Misunderstanding. Ah. It says, hey, guys, really appreciate you reading my email last Friday. Sure. A month and a half ago, uh-huh. or however long it was. <laughs> Despite the maelstrom of anger it awoke. Funny thing is, I guess I wasn't clear about Fast Five. I actually liked the film. Hmm. The point I tried to make was how much it shocked me that all of you were in agreement with it being the absolute best of the year. So quickly, I'll address the accusations that were made against me to clear my name. <laughs> Quote, you are broken. Unquote. I asked my wife, my mom, and a couple friends. They agree. Score one for the Banff cast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Quote, we're does he... Smart. Quote, does he make a case for a better action movie than Fast Five in 2011? Unquote. So far, I've seen 21 action films from 2011. Fast Five would fall into third place behind Mission Impossible. Liar. And 13 Assassins. Haven't seen Which it. we have not well, I haven't seen, seen either. Mission seen Impossible either. So you're still a liar. So there is <laughs> score number two for the Bamcast. I don't know, man, because we love Fast Five. So that's yeah. a tough, mm-hmm. tough one. Yeah, yeah. So I do really want to see Mission Impossible. I just I know I, I wanted to, to but yeah. Christmas is yeah. several times. Christmas. I can't see movies during Christmas. Next, quote, he's not man enough to love Fast Five, (laughs) unquote. (laughs) 
I didn't want to deal with the inevitable truth from my peers, so I'll give you this one as well. Oh, three for us. Three for three. Next, uh, implied that, quote, he's not into action movies, unquote. In true nerd form, I maintain a list of every movie I've ever seen in my life. I crunch the numbers, and just under half of all movies I've ever seen are action in various subgenres. Damn, son. But, <laughs> but this brings up something interesting that I've discussed with many people over the years. I make mm. lists for just about everything. Top 100 characters, comedy films, worst movies, quotes, scary scenes, you name it. Mm-hmm. However, when it comes to top movies of all time, I have to keep two separate lists. Top 100 entertaining movies and top 100 quality movies. I give five stars to both Army of Darkness and Guess Who's Coming to Dinner, but they're great for vastly different reasons. Now, I would also say, just for sake of easier saying that, this is where I qualify the film versus movie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But he says, how do you guys handle this dichotomy? I've always found it difficult to resolve that which entertains me versus that which I value in a more aesthetic way. I could never put the Tree of Life and Fast Five on the same list. Let's put it that way. Thanks, guys. Don't beat me up this time. Cheers. Okay. Kevin. Yeah, I think we did kind of keep Tree of Life off of there because we were like, it's well, I it's put a, it as my number two. Did, oh, is it okay? Yeah, I was just like, it's it's a thing. It's good. It's not what we're. Yeah, trying it, I to probably rank should here. not have talked about sure. it, but I yeah, I really right. like that movie enough that I okay felt the need. And to me, there are you know there, are, I do differentiate between the best movies I've seen and my favorite movies I've seen. Sure, because that's more my way of putting it. You say you call them. Films versus movies. I, I just say. And sometimes some, some of my favorites still are films. Mm-hmm. Like I, goofy though it may be, I still think Raising Arizona is most definitely a film. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. it is made by very talented people putting some of their best early work into a yeah, film. Yeah, I mean, you can think about something like, for me, Children of Men is one of those movies yeah. that falls into both categories mm-hmm. because it's phenomenal filmmaking wise, but it's also really entertaining yeah. yeah like like going back there like they're not mutually exclusive. i am not yeah. ever going to say i don't love hudson hawk and i love it unironically i love that movie i would never call it a film i would never even try yeah. to argue that it was a, a well-made yeah. movie hit some sort of target demographic perfectly it hit me like that was like a movie i felt like it was made for me and a few crazy people like me <laughs> yeah so that, this is yeah. definitely true yeah um i you know i can tie this into the movie that i wanted to talk about because over the weekend i watched drive Okay. And mm-hmm. ha- retroactively, I would probably put that at number two on my top five, just under Fast Five. And I, the the reason for that is that I, you know, Fast Five was such a joyous time. We had such a great time watching that movie. I can't really say that Drive is a movie where it's just like great time at the cinema because man, there's some harsh shit in that movie. Yeah. I think we walked out. We were dead silent. When yeah, I, and I'm relenting a little bit. Like when I came out of that, I was like, man, I really enjoy that movie. I don't think I'm ever going to watch it again. Yeah. And now I'm like, I want to watch it again. Yeah. Time I can, has passed. And I'm like, okay. I remember us talking about that. I, I could watch it again. I, when we talked about it on the show, I was sort of half listening to you guys. Cause I didn't really want to influence myself or, or really learn a lot about it. So even to the point when we started watching over the weekend, I had no idea anything about it the the story the tone whatever it was going to be whatever it was going to do i had no idea and i just love when a movie can come along and just just grab you and do something interesting even if it's a story you've already seen before and and just really tell something in a refreshing interesting way and that i was just stunned silence at the end of that movie i was i was amazed at how good it was um Mm -hmm. so yeah, I, I mean, I'd sort of call that a film. I mean, it's it's so oh, yeah. stylistic and just really talented people behind the camera making this movie. But I would put it above everything else I had on my list, and the rest of my list was basically movies. You know, yeah, that would be the film that would make its way onto the list. But yeah, and I mean, did you have any input? Anybody have any input on 
the whole Oscar thing. I mean, normally in the past we have done some sort of like we've covered it in some sort of way. I feel like we were based on what we they were picked, too underprepared. Yeah, this based on what they picked this yeah. year. I mean, it, this is like one of those years where I feel like it's like every other year or every other other year they just do this like kind of like we're sorry we picked these things that everybody's heard of and they go with like the movies that nobody's seen I, for I the just most part think it was sort of a down year for the oscar kind of movie yeah. and i think in 10 years people are going to be like the artist what is that oh that's that thing Eh, all right whatever mm-hmm, I, yeah. I just you know yeah I, I honestly i haven't seen it i will see it you know i'm not against seeing it anything like that it's just yeah. you know they picked a movie that oh, god hardly anybody's probably seen but I mean, you know, my disconnect from the Oscars is to a point where, like, when we were watching Drive, I was like, this is that movie that's up for a bunch of Oscars. And mm-hmm. then I look at the list and it's up for sound editing. And that's it. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, and Albert Brooks was not nominated. There's so many things ludicrous. that need to be nominated for that movie. I mean, just, I don't know. It just yeah, seems it, like it just seems like the movies. Was it up for best adapted screenplay? No, it was up for sound editing. That's it. That's <laughs> it wasn't even only... up for adapted screenplay. No. That's insane. I know. Yeah. I know. And I just... I just think looking at like the 10 movies that were nominated, I just look at the list and I'm like, there's nothing here I'm yeah. in any way interested in. And Tree of Life did not win cinematography, oh, I know. by the way. Yeah. It was uh, Hugo. Is, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I know. I, just, I mean, I've, I, I made yeah. my statement that it at least needed to be nominated. At least it was nominated. Yeah, they recognized know. that was good. I, I, you know, so I, whatever. I haven't seen Hugo. I'm not going to judge. I really wanted to see Hugo again holiday movie yeah. Yeah, it's out this week i think speak, the thing about the artist is i just i don't have any desire to see the artist at all i'm talking about how it it feels like a gimmick movie i think is how uh, I put yeah, it. yeah yeah you said a I gimmick movie and then well the, you, there was some twitter conversation earlier today and yeah basically nothing about that movie appeals to you I, I, I can tell you right yeah. now why he doesn't want to watch it because the guy is called the french george clooney and he doesn't like that i didn't even know that <laughs> yeah. but my thing about it is <laughs> I, I don't like movies that are based on a fundamental gimmick like that, that are stretched to a full length movie. I mean, okay. regardless of how good it probably is, which obviously if it's one Oscar, it has, I will has say some merit, but it's also that guy is charming it, as hell. That's why they compare him to George a Clooney. movie sure. about making movies. Yeah. I mean, yeah. a lot of people are like, which, Oh yeah, that was good. But it was called singing in the rain. I mean, you know, so yeah, I, I mean, that's the other thing is movies about putting on a play or making a movie. It's like, no, no, it depends. There I are a lot of yeah, good shit about those. They do it ever. The thing is, they but do it in right Hollywood a lot. Love that yeah, shit. Well, that and that's the thing. There's so many movies in Hollywood that are made in Hollywood about Hollywood people, and Hollywood embraces that because that's all they know. They yeah. don't understand that there's a country the out there don't give of fuck. people who don't make movies or don't make yeah. deals or, you know, there was that period of time, like late '90s, 2000s, where every other movie was about someone producing something. Like some some comical adventure about producers and, you know, it's like started with a player, which wasn't funny, but, you know, it just mm-hmm. kept going. All these movies about producing things. And it's like at some point people in Nebraska are like, what the hell are they talking about? Wait, Points play? and what? The player is freaking hilarious. <laughs> it's not hilarious hilarious i it's mean tongue in cheek hilarious parts of it are but okay. i mean it's you know it's okay. not i wouldn't Fred call Ward's it character's fucking hilarious sure, but i wouldn't the call ending it of that movie is goddamn amazing yeah but i wouldn't call it a comedy i mean it's, uh, it's okay. based on a murder <laughs> yeah okay yeah oh those are the funniest movies oh well that's true the funniest so is gosford park that's considered it yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> but anyway uh, either way i mean it's my it's interesting to me in comparing and how to how to rate things mm-hmm. Because uh, when I joined Letterbox, it's basically one to five stars. Yeah. And that doesn't necessarily translate to our scale. 
No, because to me, it's like it's an interesting dilemma. Everything yeah. be like everything that ever got bagged be one or under, you know, yeah. or a half star because they don't have they don't have no stars. They, yeah, they have, have a, half. a half star on it. So, and I mean, there's things like you know, Truck Turner. I gave five jocks, but I believe I gave it a four and a half. Yeah, on there, and it's kind of I. I kind of pull myself I, at first I was like, Oh, maybe I'll just do one to 10 and each is a half. And you know, that doesn't quite work. So it, to me, it just became, how would I honestly rate this on how I enjoyed it? Mm-hmm. And to me, it was, I enjoyed it enough to put it here. Right. You know, and there's plenty of other things that I put yeah. I mean, way I, down there. I too, don't, I, I never envisioned our rating system matching up with anything. No, in, it, no, standard. it certainly doesn't. Yeah. No, but the funny thing about it is it really does make sense. For we, me. Yeah, for we, what we do, yeah, absolutely. We, yeah, I mean, I mean I we just, try to base it solely on entertainment. Which, yeah. What well, entertainment our, you can have, regardless of quality of film. Right. In the well, I mean, yeah, because a one jocks movie is certainly better than a one star movie. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Because absolutely. there are things to recommend in it. Yeah. But the the whole like positive and negative scale, I think I I really like that. I mean, and not obviously, I'm kind of used to it, and I've probably <laughs> rated more movies on the jocks bags. Uh, scale than than any other scale but it really works well for me because i can go "Eh, you know i i like this movie a little bit it gets a one Mm -hmm. i dislike this movie a little bit it gets a negative one yeah that just kind of works for me yeah as opposed to like one to five stars because that's like all right one star to me is kind of all right i liked it a little bit not like ah fucking sucked (laughs) Right. Yeah. yeah, I think I think one of the main things, and, and this doesn't is, allow for negativity. God damn it! This is this is actually going <laughs> to this is going to slowly be a segue. Idiots. Um, out of out of this, unless anybody has anything else to add. I like a man. <laughs> segue. Um, Slow so one one of one of one of the things about this is uh, in, in looking at the way people talk about movies, at least in the last ten years, with the advent of hey, here's the internet, voice your opinion, and mm-hmm. most of it comes out negative because. You either have to feel really strongly or really negatively about something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel too many times it's that mentality of I've just seen this, it's the best or it's the worst thing I've ever seen. And then no justification why whatsoever. The The way I'm segging out of this is that uh, I just watched a movie and the movie that these people made before this got a lot of ire. And I think it's a damn fun movie that people just looked at completely the wrong way. And that's Aliens vs. Predator Requiem. So if, if you probably know which movie I'm mm-hmm. going into. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I just think like that's a movie where people were just like, this is, this sucks, this is terrible. And it's like, no, this this is what... When someone says Alien vs. Predator on paper, that's the movie you want to see. It's bloody, it's violent, it's these two things fighting. You don't need a, a lot of plot, you just need violence and these creatures looking decent. You know, it, it doesn't have to... You know, sure, these movies somewhat started, at least the Alien series started as real film. I mean, I don't think anyone would argue that Alien and even to some extent Aliens are film, bar none, at least Alien. is. Anyone that yes. argues that's not a film is stupid. I will punch them in the <laughs> yeah. neck. Sure. I mean, yes, they, they descended into what they descended into. I still think there's a lot of elements in Alien 3 that justify it as a film because it's, it's David Fincher and there's his style dripping all over it. Mm-hmm. I think Alien 3 is a film with a movie script. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, but, I mean, you know, Predator at its heart was that is a movie and they're fun movies. You sure. know, I, I will knock Predator too, but it's it's still a fun movie, you know, especially by a lot of things. Uh, today's standards of, I of, love Predator of, of creature movies, you yeah. know, it, it is still a damn fun movie. 
and and people can go back and say Predator Two is terrible, but you compare it to not, compared yeah. to Predator, which is sure. like yeah, like uh, like one so of good my, on so many levels. one of my top two favorite action movies of all time being Predator, mm. but you compare it to Mimic Species One through Eighteen, you know all these <laughs> Phantoms. all these other creature movies. I Predator Two is amazing, it. you know. I mean, by comparison, it has Busey mm. in it. Come yeah. on, but yes. what I'm getting at is. Uh, Catch knowing that, knowing who made the, this movie, I decided yeah. to watch Skyline from a mm. couple of years ago, which ah. was the from the brothers, the brothers Strauss, brothers Grimm, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> which was um that was the movie that actually introduced the flaming turkey thing, and I got to thinking about us talking about me talking about the Warriors' way and doing the flaming turkey. And I was like, well, let me go visit the movie I never watched that he did the flaming turkey thing in and came came up with this this term. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe maybe that call made me just ease in this movie a little bit more, like not judge it right away. it up a little bit for you. Sure. Yeah. Why not? (laughs) I I gotta say I am a sucker. I I am super forgiving. And I know this about alien invasion movies, aliens in general, kind of, but I I am a sucker for any kind of alien invasion movie. It takes a lot for me to turn on an alien invasion movie and go, this is shit. And this movie falls squarely in the middle of independence day and signs. Hmm. It is, it is signs on a plot level where they don't change location really ever throughout the whole movie. And when they start to, things go horribly wrong. Yeah. <laughs> but they're looking outside and opening up the windows and going up to the roof and looking around and Independence Day is happening all around. Right. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm, I'm sorry if there are people that can't enjoy this movie. I kind of enjoyed the hell out of this movie. It is. It's simple. It's not a brainy movie. But I just, I love a good alien invasion movie. I, I don't care if there are scenes that you say, well, this ripped off that, or this is dumb because of this. Mm-hmm. Letting one little thing in a movie ruin the whole movie, I, I've, I've just never really done that. I can always say, like, that scene was dumb. They should have cut that. Is there any good uh, patriotism boner fodder? <laughs> sort of. I mean, it, it's really, it's it's not... They don't fight back. They're just sort of trying to survive more than anything. I mean, there there's like okay. military shit happening out there, which is kind of okay. cool. But you, you know, you're not really. That's a whole like it's like another storyline going on while this movie's happening. And, and I want to see that movie. And, and it's happening over there. And and the, well, that's Battle <laughs> that's Los Angeles. Battle Los Angeles. <laughs> oh, good. I'm yeah. gonna go see. That. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the interesting thing about this this movie is these two guys. I guess they made enough money off of Alien and anything else they've ever done that they financed this movie themselves. Oh, They're wow. like, fuck you, Hollywood. We don't need a studio. We're going to film this in my brother's apartment building. and With the dude from Scrubs, right? It's the dude from Scrubs <laughs> and um, Captain McDouchy face. Uh, uh, Eric, Eric Balfour. God, oh, that man. man has the most punchable face God. in movie history. When he came back on 24, I was like, oh, no, you again. Yeah. Fucking Milo. If, 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 there's, <laughs> if there's a downside, it's him. And that's just because like every time I see him, I want to punch him. But. Big dumb chin. Yeah. <laughs> That's the great thing about punching him is it's yeah you got a target. good target. <laughs> Wait, so it's guy from Scrubs, so it had the other super punchable guy. No, Donald Faison. Yeah, oh, no. guy not, from Clueless. Not, not from Donald Faison. Because no. God, that would be a great alien invasion movie. Set it's probably Faison. I don't know. Zach I like Braff to say and Faison. Eric Balfour. Faison. Hey. I like to that's say Faison. Like hey. That's like a double fisted on the punch. He's my chocolate there, Faison. Yeah. No. <laughs> But <laughs> chocolate bear. <laughs> sorry, so, you are a weird. So you like? I went down the scrubs yeah. rabbit hole. I'm sorry. I actually yeah. watched the show. Yes. No. I like the. I like the movie. It was fun. Um, there was a movie that's or there's a moment that's straight out of uh, War of the Worlds. I don't care. 
Mm-hmm. I liked it still again. Is that what people were mad about? Maybe. I don't know. I, I, I don't I don't even like bother reading negative things anymore. Was like, it a closed caption in the middle of the screen that said loud noise? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's my War of the Worlds experience. <laughs> but no, I, I just liked it. There were there was a lot to like about this movie. It's it's just fun and I, I like that like I hate signs because it's like I like what they tried to do. Reading and shit. I like what they tried to do with signs, but nothing happens. And then when this is the kind of thing that can run a whole movie for me is that the reveal is the aliens are killed by fucking water. You know, I mean, when you go something that stupid at the end of a movie, I'm sure it's spoilers. I don't care. Fuck you. It's the, it's yeah. the happening thing. I don't care. Whoa. if I'm spoiling it. <laughs> um, if you know, it wasn't al- me this week, folks, <laughs> aliens are, are killed by water and they come to the fucking earth, which is 75% water. I mean, come I mean, on. They come to the Midwest. They, There's they, no water. They, there. They've <laughs> conquered inter- interstellar space travel and they come to earth, which has water. precipitation and water everywhere. No. I, yeah. I don't even have a problem with the, with the water thing. It's the fact that, that the, the reveal of the, this is why the kid leaves glasses of water everywhere and swing away. It's just the stupidest. Spelling it's, everything out it's as just, if we're, that movie retarded. had a twist for the sake of having a twist, yeah. and that was fucking retarded like said, because it was no, fine I was, otherwise. I remember when that happened. I was like, because I love that movie up until then, and I was just flat out insulted. I was like, "Yeah, we can figure this out. We're not that fucking stupid." Right. Yeah. But imagine that with more going on, and and obviously, probably <laughs> the lead up bits not being as smart or you know suspenseful or whatever you want to call it. But mm. like I said, in a movie terms. Sure, I thought it was a hell of a lot of fun. It's on Netflix, so you know, you're, if you have a subscription, you're not wasting anything but your time <laughs> and your bandwidth. Yeah, sure, sure. So don't let that set you, you over your caps. caps. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's funny though because Skyline directly influenced how people went into Battle LA because okay. they were sort of like this again. I just fucking sat through Skyline. Fuck this movie. And so it almost had an uphill battle before it even came out. You know what? I mean, here, you know what? Here's the problem: is I think too many people get their panties in a wad because they go out to the theater and they bring their four fucking kids to a rated R movie <laughs> and they've dropped a hundred dollars on a goddamn movie yeah. with popcorn and everything. And sure. Yeah. You're going to get pissed off if it's a, oh, that's a movie. That was pretty fun. Mm-hmm. If it's not like, Oh my God. You know, if it's not like I've dropped a hundred dollars, I better, you know, yeah, it better end in a happy ending kind of thing. You know, it's, just, but yeah, it's like it, people just keep going out to see decent to mediocre movies that don't, you know, you're just judging them too harshly. Right. Go to a value movie. Go by yourself. You know, like if you drop $5 or no or money. kill your children. A dollar at Redbox. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Or leave them at home. Yeah. There, there are worse things you can watch. I mean, anything with Kevin James. I mean, so. I, I don't, I, you know, just quick tangent. I don't understand the mentality of anybody these days who would be rushing out to a movie with a gaggle of family members. Yeah. When you know, in less than three months, you can watch that movie for a dollar. Sure. And I think all of you can watch I, it for I, a dollar. I think we're preaching to the wrong audience because, I mean, I think our audience is there. Yeah. You know, I don't think our people are doing that. I just, I don't then, understand the mentality that keeps the theaters alive. It's just like. Yeah. What don't are you people see doing? Why are you spending that much money? Yeah. How, on... how boring is your life to go watch whatever shit movie of the week? That's yeah. literally just farted out so we have a release this week. Yeah, and I mean, I just <laughs> fucking paid $14 to see Ghost Rider. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. well, you're a dumbass. Jeff. I don't know. Well, I had to, <laughs> yeah. I just, I mean, I think I if, if I'd gone to see this in a matinee, maybe if I'd even seen it full price on a big screen, I don't think I would have felt ripped off. I mean... Yeah, it's just, it's enjoyable. Yeah. It's shot, it, you know, one of the ways they did the whole financing themselves is they shot it like the guy apparently got paid and he was like, fuck, I'm buying a red camera. And so they already had, you know, a fucking 4K camera mm-hmm. to shoot this thing on. So, you know, it's like, it's easy to do. Nice. Cool. And it looks good. Anyway. Hmm. That's all. 
All right, so did so, that answer your email, guy? <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Apparently. Three weeks later. Oh, yeah, fuck. We still have one more voicemail. And we got Ooh, an email. Fuck. Oh, wait, one more voicemail? Or one more email, too? We got one from uh, Scott, who gave us a couple Hello, conversation Scott. topics, actually. Oh. So thanks, Scott. Uh, he says, <laughs> Damn it, now you read this one last in the email, so that we <laughs> rambled on for half an hour. No, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so we, we may throw these out to the crowd and talk about it next week, because we we're are already throwing, running. We're doing it. Yeah, we're throwing them out to the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. And we still have one more voicemail we absolutely have to play. So yeah, back to Scott. He says, first, I'd like to say I understand the hesitation on watching chocolate for the Banff cast. I thought I'd recommend it due to your love of Ricky O, but I can see how it would enter the reanimator area of being a genuinely good movie that just happens to have the things you love in movies. Still suggest you watch it in your free time as it's something you need to experience. I'd love to sell you on Kiltro as a Banff cast movie, but if the only way that happens is if you guys seeing it five or six months from now. I'm going to have to urge you to just watch it in your leisure time. It might also enter the reanimator area, but I think it has enough stuff to make it a solid four jocks movie. I'd tell you a ton more about how awesome it is, but I don't want to build up hype in your mind that it may not live up to. Mm-hmm. And I've actually read a little bit more about Kiltro and it sounds insane and kind of awesome. Sweet. So we may have to do that one. But uh, my first topic for you is what do you think is a lost art in movies? I mean, there's the obvious stuff such as practical effects, but there are other things that you have to miss. One of the things I miss comes from late 80s action movies, and that's the art of kicking the shit out of things. <laughs> Chuck Norris was a master at roundhouse kicks, and he may have overdone it to the point where people were sick of it. I think part of my love of Kiltro and chocolate is that kicking people is always the answer. <laughs> Kiltro, for instance, features a scene where a dude gets this whirling kick to the neck, which decapitates him. Action movies nowadays are seriously short on the kicking, as everyone seems to settle on guns or fists being the best things to put into action scenes. Surely you guys must have things that you miss. And I will note, like, one of the best kicking recently is in Expendables when they prop that one dude up and Jet Li just fucking breaks his yeah. neck. Yeah. That was fucking awesome. And yes, that got one of the biggest reactions out of the audience mm-hmm. we were watching. So, yes. Kicks. <laughs> kicks are on a comeback. Yeah. Yes. Bring them back. Kicks pay off. They're but, on uh, kick. <laughs> but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that more next week. And if anyone's got any thoughts, uh, send them in. Send yeah, them what do you way. miss? Yeah. The next topic is... What new cinematographic techniques have you noticed and enjoy? One of the few things I learned about in Film 101 is that with the rise of VHS came the rise of the close-up shots of the face. This was necessary so that people on 26-inch screens could actually see the facial expressions of the actors. Hmm. As TVs have gotten bigger, I've noticed this changing. There are now a lot of shots from the waist up, and on giant screens, this makes people look life-sized. Yay. (laughs) I've noticed this more in Japanese movies than Western ones, and I assume that's Mm. because more people had giant TVs sooner. Have you noticed any other changes for the better? Crash and burn, listener Scott from Dallas. Actually, I can answer that one real fast because he's absolutely right. I mean, if you if oh, you yeah. look, if you look back at like uh, old Sergio Leone movies, yeah, he had intense close-ups, but that was because he was wanting that to happen on a you know a big ass movie screen. Well, and they were usually followed by extremely, extremely long, long shots. shots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or I mean, preceded by extremely long shots. Yeah, or like I mean, if you if you've ever seen it, like if you ever turn to AMC and they're showing like how the West was won. Oh. In real aspect ratio, mm-hmm. it's like an inch wide. I don't care how big your TV is because right. that was like a triple camera, you know, surround. Yeah, it was the a three scope. screen, yeah. three projector. Well, yeah, one deal. of my favorite things in Lawrence of Arabia is how long they show him walking like out of the desert mm-hmm. in that one scene, and he's just like a speck on the screen yeah. and gets bigger and bigger. And, and that's bigger because and bigger. all all movies were viewed on the screen, and yeah. as soon as like people started getting TVs and they sort of show, started showing them on TV, they had to start kind of filming. Well, how are we going to put this on the TV? And then until like. The primary consumption was on TV. And yeah, I think now that 
it's not uncommon for everybody to have at least a 50 inch television, you know, or, or easy access to one, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. now that you can buy one for $300 and that's all you can buy, you know, it's, it's, it's going to come back around again where we're going to start getting wide giant shots and people are going to start going, Hey, maybe we don't have to be like Michael Bay and be up in the transformers balls while we're doing action mm-hmm. scenes. You know, yeah, unfortunately, that actually really did happen. I just thought about that as I said it. But yeah, I also I also think that may change with more people watching stuff on iPads and iPhones as much as David Lynch. And I hate it. Yeah, there are plenty of people that that's where they're watching stuff. But I know like BJ, you watch Mad Men mostly on your phone. Mm -hmm. But that's also coming back around again because the the resolutions are getting better and you can you can hold that shit right up to your eyes. As yeah. the resolution gets better on those things and we start having more less phones and more tablets, it may not, it may be the same yeah. experience yeah. as watching it on a television. We're going to get to a, a sort of happy medium to where phones and tablets are all going to be this sort of same six inch device. And that's pretty much how we're going to watch everything. Yeah. So I've seen the future <laughs> <laughs> and it will be the future is now. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. I mean, well, hmm. I won't go off on a tangent. That's all. I'm I just, I'm just hoping things, <laughs> I, th- I hope I'm hoping things tar- turn around. I think drive is a good example. I think, I hope things turn back to more of the long shot, uh, yeah. no quick cuts, you know, just, just more like slow it down. Let us see what's going on. Kind of action. Yeah. And there were so many shots in drive where it was just like, wow, the shot, I mean, really the shots were not that long, but in comparison to everything else that you've seen in the last 10 years, it's like, wow, this shot is really long. In, in 10 more years, we're going to think Kevin Smith was like ahead of his time just because he didn't know how to move a camera. Because <laughs> yeah, he turned the camera be like, on. Holy shit, it's on a tripod. It's just sitting there. They're just talking. The so, actors are standing in front of it, not moving. It's yeah. weird. So, yeah. yeah, and I do wonder what going all digital will do as far as, um, you know, like length of shots. Because, you know, there were there were plenty of people talk about, like, one-take films and super long takes on stuff. But mm-hmm. there's always some kind of, oh... We're running out of brushed, film. Yeah, yeah. you're going to run out of film. And, like, now you get enough hard drive on the thing, it right. doesn't matter. Nope. You could shoot for two shoot hours. Shoot whole damn and, film in yeah. one shot, which yeah. they've done. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I wonder how much that, that stuff will change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You think the aspect ratio on new TVs is ever going to change? There's a new... They're trying to push a new standard, some weird 23 by 10 or some goofy. It was at CES this year. It's yeah. it's a super wider, dumber looking ratio that nothing uses. I don't know why they're pushing it, but they yeah, are. I mean, if you were going to do anything, you do 235 to one. Right. You know, so you have widescreen being your full screen. Yeah. That's those are the two types of movies, basically. I mean, there are a couple other ones out there, but yeah, there's 278. Yeah. And 260, but no, it's rare. But yeah, I mean, it's. I don't, I don't, I see them being a novelty thing. I mean, as long as it took for them to convince everybody to change the broadcast thing to 16 by 9 and, mm-hmm. and 1080i, I don't see you it think changing. it's going to take another 15 years or? At least. I mean, I just think like, you know, because I mean, you know, think about all the hoopla from five, 10 years ago where people are like, I got to get a box for my TV, you know, because they yeah. still want to use their tube television. Mm-hmm. I just, there's not, there's not any kind of new thing to push technology right now. Whereas, you know, uh, movies started shooting widescreen to combat television, and eventually television gave up and said, "Okay, we'll just start making the TVs, you know, the same size as the movies." Well, so th- that movies that's, were just widescreen 
anyway. Well, they weren't always. But no, yeah. that, like, that like was in the 30s that and was a 40s specific attack on television. Mm-hmm. It was okay. like, come to the movies, you will see this giant ass screen. Gotcha. Yeah, because that's why Ben Hur was like three to one. Right. I believe. Yeah, yeah. some ridiculous insane. ratio. It's just like the spectacle. You can't see the whole picture at once, which is dumb. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> yep. But you know now, so all the TVs are widescreen, and so you can see every movie ever in the way it's supposed to be seen. It's not like movies now are shooting in a way that aren't conducive to televisions that are on the market. So there's really no reason to change it anytime soon. They will because they're dumb, but everyone should be happy right now. Minor rant, though. The the movie channels need to not be afraid to have letterbox bars. I'm sick and and tired of HBO, Cinemax, all these HD channels cropping uh, 235 to 1 movies to to, to 16 by 9. It's dumb. It's like if you've got a movie that's shot just people need to just get over fucking letterbox bars and and understand why they're there. Right. That's yeah. I don't even notice them. Like I don't either. No one one does. I notice them if I if I'm if you're on a square TV. Yes, they are noticeable. Sure. Why why is that there on on Netflix? Like say I'm doing Netflix on my Xbox when I when the movie starts, Mm -hmm. I notice it and then it's gone. If it's any if if the movie is any good within 30 seconds, I've completely forgotten that there are letterbox bars. Right. Yeah. It's just jarring on the movie channels because they'll do the credits, the credits, the opening and the closing credits and the, just like they used to do a VHS, like it would, it would drop to widescreen mm-hmm. for the credits because they didn't want to try to stretch the credits to work on a, yeah. but it'll do that and you're like, oh fuck, this movie was more widescreen than they were showing. Yeah. Which is just annoying because it's that old feeling all over again. Right. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Let's get on with it. We're, we're rambling a lot <laughs> yeah. and, yep. and tangentializing. Uh, this is going to be the last email we've got. Jay from California, I just want to let you know that I recently heard about an issue with iTunes not playing Twilight Breaking Dawn Part 1. The issue being iTunes refuses to play the film and gives error messages. Yay. After many hours of research <laughs> into this subject, I can safely say there's only one legal... <laughs> there was only one logical conclusion. iTunes has become self-aware and is a fan of the Banff cast. <laughs> yes. Finally. <laughs> one last thing, I will never get tired of you guys and will download the latest episodes every week, even if you hate My Little Pony. Have a great week. Crash and burn. Jay out. Sent from my iPhone, I will change iPhone to a device that does not have an internet connection because that's the joke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks. Jay, so yes, Jim, Jason, I, I, iTunes is developing some taste, <laughs> apparently. That's good. Good job, iTunes. Yep. Way to become self-aware. All right, for Don't one, welcome us. our new robot overload. Sure. Right. So we have a voicemail that we need that to close out last. on. Do Yay! We? This one I actually posted last week, I think. When it came in, I was like, okay, this is one of our favorites in a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we don't get to play it until now. <laughs> Here it is. I'm excited. I don't think I've heard it. Oh, hey there, Bamcast. I didn't see you there. This is Ian from Cleveland with a comment and a question. There's my comment. I've learned two valuable things from your podcast. How to love a woman, not a scold a child. I can't thank you enough for that. Now, for my question, Ghostbusters 3, is it happening? Why the hell is Anna Ferris listed on the ISC page? This is like horse and cats and dogs living together. It's not necessarily, I tell you. Well, I hope you guys have a great... Oh, no, wait, what's this? Is it Bamcast? Is that Whoopi Goldberg walking down the street with the box? Whoopi. Oh, no, guys, the box says Spirit Rex 2. Whoopi. What's in the box, Whoopi? What's in the box? Oh. <laughs> wow huh ah someone get that man an internet he wins I, yeah i hate to tell you it's theodore rex's pretty little head yeah <laughs> <laughs> well 
But which costume is he wearing? Uh, <laughs> is he wearing his detective yeah, outfit? He's, he's, he's actually the, the, Mexican oh, okay. the Mexican one. Oh, okay. With the mustache and everything. With the mustache. That's but no, um, man, Ghostbusters 3. It just needs... Can, uh, let, uh, let me just say, can everyone please shut the fuck up about Ghostbusters 3? When, it, when they announce a date, when they say, we have finished filming Ghostbusters 3, then we can all talk about it. This constant nonsense that's going on about this movie is Bill Murray in it. Is he not in it? He's dead. He's not dead. We're going to recast him. We're going to take him out of it entirely. Shut up. I don't here's, care. Here's the issue anyway. Have you seen Dan Aykroyd lately? Yes, he's 400 pounds. Have you pounds. seen Harold Ramis lately? He's also 400 pounds. <laughs> that that joke in two is going to look like a badass compared to that. Yeah, them. but I mean, that joke in two, when they're like sucking the guts, guys, we're the Ghostbusters, isn't going to work this time. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to have to CGI the fuck out of them or and, make them eat Futurama heads or something. And everyone's like, oh, Bill Murray said it was a bad idea. He didn't like the script. It was a bad idea. You were in both Garfield movies, motherfucker. <laughs> Shut your fucking mouth. His, his story about why he was in Garfield, though, is hilarious. That it was written by uh, Joel Cohen, but C O H E N, and he thought he was working with the Cohen brothers. That's why he signed up for it. And then he got there and was like, "Oh shit, what have I done?" So, are you serious? Like this? That, he said that in an interview. Around, he said it in an interview. I don't know if he's serious because half the shit he says isn't serious. But yeah. I, if that's true, I think that's fucking hilarious. That one, well, he thought the Cohen brothers were doing a Garfield movie, and he was like, "Fuck yeah, I'll do your Garfield movie." And then he showed up the first day and was like. Oh, no. <laughs> My name is Garfield, and well, I always hated Mondays. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I don't care anymore. I, like I've said it, before, it, it I'm not the biggest fan of the original Ghostbusters anyway. Oh, well, there's either. something wrong with you. I know. You're fucking broken. You're but the new no, broken one. I just, it just doesn't need yep. to happen. I mean, there's, just, there's no reason. Just That's the biggest it, thing. No, see, I think it could work if they it do it could. the way it was sort of rumored to work, which is have a bunch of new guys come in and they are like the old mentors and do it that way. That could hit the nostalgia boner and also hit the Judd Apatow boner boner. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know. I, I don't know. I just Like I said, for every Muppets where they do it right, there's so many other things that do it completely wrong. I know. And I just the, I'm holding on to Star Trek. I'm just okay. looking at that and I'm like, "Hey, well, they did one right." Most people think they did yeah, that completely there's wrong. Plenty well, of people who fucking hate I know. Star Trek yeah. and they're stupid. Well, and I mean, I mean deep fun. down I know they waited way too long to even consider doing Ghostbusters 3, way too long. However, I would still watch it yeah. and I would still hold out hope that it's good. Yeah. I, I honestly, I guess that's what it boils down to. If if they tell me it's coming out, it's in a theater, I will go see it. Yeah. yeah. I want it to happen. I want it to be good. I will see it. Yeah. So that's but really I can I, just I can I can pre bitch all I want, but yeah. that's what it comes down and to. And I I I think they can do it. Sure, well. I, I mean, think they can too. I think whatever this Bill Murray thing is is dumb, and I don't understand. I know he's weird, but he did the goddamn game, and he didn't think that was stupid, and that game turned out okay. That and and unfortunately that was the time, like when the game came out. If they had said, okay, we had a great time recording all our dialogue, now we're gonna do a movie. That would have been it. I mean, it would have been Ghostbusters fever time. Mm-hmm. And I, it, once again, I think too too much time has gone by. It's gone. Yeah. The magic is dead. We saw what happened with the uh, Indiana Jones. So mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a perfect example. God, we was, all wanted that to be good. You know? And that was so many people that have been making good stuff lately. But still, yeah. there's one key thing there. I know. I know. I know. Sure. What's I know. wrong with it? <laughs> I know. I put some stuff in there for my grandkids. Oh, my I neck know. likes it. <laughs> I know. His I know. name's Mutt. <laughs> Isn't <know>. that cute? <laughs> I know. 
<laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Hi, I'm Stan Lee, <laughs> creator of Indiana Jones. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Oh, God. How can people contact us? <laughs> Call them on the bat phone. <laughs> I'm Stan Lee, creator of the Bat Phone. Get on the bus. Words of wisdom. All right. Uh, we done? We done here? Mm-hmm. Contact info? Yes. Ready for that? Contact information. Sure. Check us out at uh, bmfcast.com. Send us emails to bmf at bmfcast.com. Check us out on Twitter at twitter.com slash bmfcast or on Facebook at facebook.com slash bmfcast. You can check us out on Stitcher, which is a, an app for all your relevant mobile devices, which will stream our glory directly into your head via your earphones and ear holes. Um, <laughs> you can also check us out on iTunes. Search for Bad Movie Fiends Podcast, mm-hmm. where you can rate us, review us, and subscribe to us. And when you're doing your rating and reviewing, remember that we love you very much. <laughs> and you mean a lot to us. That's true. And finally, the most important thing that you can do in your entire life, which will bring happiness and fulfillment and wholeness and completeness to your being. It will align all of your chakras. Mm. Would that be them calling the Bill Murray Garfield phone? Yes. (laughs) Yes. It will also tickle your fancies. So (laughs) give us a ring on the Garfield phone, the BMF cast hotline, Mm 910-5-JOX-BMF, 910-556-9263. Leave a message, keep them short, keep them sweet. Yep, you do that, and you will win an official Banffcast no prize. Yeah. Yes. Highly coveted. Hi, I'm Stan Lee, God. creator of the Banffcast. <laughs> Listen you, to us every week. <laughs> we'll tell you all about comics <laughs> and superheroes. Like the Giver. And like the Giver. Tales of Adventure. Which I also created. Oh, God. Right. <laughs> All right. Let's get out of here. Okay. <laughs> I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm the Beach. I'm Chuck. And I'm Stan Lee. And this is Bamfcast out. <laughs>